So another objective of the soul is imperial justice, which really makes sense for, for today's time um, because there is so much injustice in the world. And that's not the same thing as fairness because, you know, that's a whole kind of different thing. A lot of people have the need for things to be fair, which is different than this imperial justice, which is a higher level of justice. Imperial justice and, to me means Mother Earth is getting ready to do some cleanup on aisle planet humans. <laughs> anyway, well, keep going. Imperial yeah, justice so, is coming so, in. You know, it's about um, righting our wrongs, so to speak, getting our humanity back on course again. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's a big undertaking. So, but our spirits come down here to also do that, to right our course if we're veering, going the wrong way, so to speak, and going off course. And we've definitely been going off course a lot. Welcome to the Let's Be Real podcast, genuine conversations for authentic living. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Lisa Allshafer, Empowerment Life Coach and author. And I'm Sandra Pariser, health and wellness entrepreneur and truth seeker and truth speaker. And today's episode is about exploring the human experience from a higher soul perspective. And Lise, I think you can agree. We, um, you and I have had both had a really interesting week. And this was a good thing because you're working on launching your parenting uh, program. Yep. And I'm working on God knows what, but life is moving in full swing. And, um, I've had a pretty heavy week where I was dealing with a friend's, uh, transition, a friend dying, um, my sister having to undergo yet another, um, pretty intense surgery with, um, tumors growing back. So I, mm -hmm. I, in addition to all the other things that are happening and, um, following the earth, moon and the stars, really the stars in the cosmos and, uh, just really deep, profound week for, for both of us, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when we were talking about what our podcast wanted to be, um, I just kind of let it be like what's inspiring. And I did a little meditation and, um, and so here we go. We get to talk to, talk about, you know, just kind of what does it mean to be human and our soul and our spirit. And so we thought we would take some big time vulnerability and go to explore some of these yeah more deep subjects. Well, and it is, it's, it's, it's such a, not only deep, but vast subject, yes. you know, the connection between our soul and our spirit and our human mm -hmm. <laughs> existence, our physical existence and how they all interconnect and how, you know, a lot of people confuse the soul and the spirit as the same things, but they're really not. And we're going to, we're going to go into that, but why don't you share a little bit about some of the experiences you had kind of leading up to today? Yeah, totally. Cause it's, um, yeah. So I don't know if I want to talk about the card that I pulled in the inspiration. I'll talk about that in a little bit. So, okay. um, one of my closest, closest, closest human travelers in this world. And Lisa, you know, this, I don't have very many, uh, you know who they all are. <laughs> um, but she's a very spiritual person, very connected medium, uh, friend. And her and I have the most outstanding relationship and conversations that um, really push each other to think about the box, our bodies, right? Our, our you know, why are we here? Um, just fascinating conversations. There's no judgment. And we just explore. And uh, one of her closest soul friends, who I also know, um, 
I think it was either the 8th of January or the 9th of January. So just a few weeks ago, um, I get a call from my girlfriend and um, our mutual friend, but her really good friend was um, admitted to the ER. And while she had been sick, she's young 50s, uh, mother of three, uh, teenage daughter, and uh, grandkids on the way. Um, you know, she went in because she just was, I think she, I think it was just throwing up and all of the stuff coming out of the body. And they admitted her and did CT scans. And so, so my girlfriend says, Hey, can you, um, can you tap in on your airplane ride home and see, are you, are you getting anything? And, you know, when we care so deeply about people, we're attached to the outcome. And so even though she possesses this skill far more than I, I'm just starting to practice. Um, but I said, of course, you know, cause it's been getting stronger and I've been able to really tap in and feel people. And, um, and so here I am on the airplane. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, let's uh, see what we got. And I tapped in and I instantly felt, Ooh, she's out of here. And not in a bad way. Like she came to have the experience she's supposed to have and, and the, the human body experience for her is over. And that's just what I felt. Now, again, I haven't exercised this and, you know, we've talked this through this whole experience. Um, the, the, the feeling that I got, it was really peaceful, even though it's really sad. And so I got on the phone with my girlfriend and I said, I don't know really what to say. And except for this is what I got, you know, you asked me to tap in. And so I did. And here's what, here's what happened. And, um, you know, and I, there, it was nine days of up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down until, um, I think she transitioned maybe two or three days ago, uh, very fast. It was so fast. And in the middle of me feeling that, um, then my sister with her cancer and, uh, while I was playing around tapping in over there, I thought, I wonder if I can tap into my sister because I get this random text. This is God bless her. She just lets us know she's going in to have a surgery, right? It's like, it's not a pre-planned surgery. It's, it's in the, and the text was that the, the tumors had grown back in her bladder and they were going to go in and remove them. And so I was like, Oh, what is happening? All right, well, let me see if I can tap in there. And, um, and what I got was the feeling that I got from tapping into her was not, you know, it, her body's done, right? Her spirit goes on, soul goes on. Uh, it was, oh, this is going to be a really hard, very restrictive, very committed, very laser focused on healing her body completely. And it was six to eight months of just, you know, no sugar, very restrictive diet, you know, combining the best of Western and Eastern medicine or however you want to call it. Um, but she'll be okay. But I felt, I just sat with this, like, oh, she's just going to have a tough go. It's just it, for her, her husband, her kids and, but her, and I, I felt that I really, really felt that in, in a way I've never felt just, ugh. So then I had a really bad day. Um, my sister came through uh, the surgery fine. And just this morning, just this morning, the first thing I woke up to is they got it all. It was less invasive than they thought it would be. 
and there's no, it's not stage one cancer anymore. It's one cancer before that. And so she's going to do, she doesn't have to do any chemo, any radiation. She doesn't have to have her bladder essentially rebuilt. Um, so she'll keep doing what she'll do. And, and that to me was like, whoa, I can feel it and it's real. And, um, and that in addition to, a, a spiritual retreat that popped out of nowhere, uh, where I get to go. Well, first, let's, first, let's just really acknowledge your sister for all that she's going through and all that she's coming out of in a much and better than so anticipated positive. way. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yes. I love you, sister. <laughs> and in case you don't want to know me to say your name, I won't, but you know who you are. And, um, Oh, and honoring my mom through that process, part of that sadness that I sat with was not just, it's for what she's going to go through, but it was like, I got to call my mom. <laughs> like, I, I have to, mom, I got to call my mom. This is so intense. How is she doing? You know, that's her uh, daughter. And it's very helpless, you know, because we are not, there's nothing we could have done to help my friend who transitioned. There's nothing anybody can do except for honor where someone is at, hold space and just allow them their own free will experience in the universe. So yeah. Lots well, and of it's good, good that you, yeah, it's, it's, you know, that you picked up on that. She was ready to go. Uh, the, the friend who, you know, passed over mm -hmm. that she was ready to go. Mm -hmm. the, oh, yeah. the decision was kind of made and yeah. that's really powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, because a lot of people, don't really kind of look at it from that perspective is that they're, they're, they're done here. <laughs> Time to move on to next, whatever, you know, whatever next is for, for them and uh, return. But back that was, to it, it's interesting. Cause if I would have gone into that, however, my girlfriend asked me to go and tap in, it wasn't to, um, I could feel her relief, her peace, her, She's like, I'm out, man. I'm good. It's all good, you know? And then yeah. when you talk about the kids and the grandkids, it's like they too are on their own soul journey. Yeah. And yeah. And then that takes us to our whole conversation today, which is what does it mean to be human? Why are we here? Yeah. Right. Right. Absolutely. So I'm just going to take a moment and just help you to sit back a little bit so you're more in the frame. You're really close to the camera, and so you're going below the camera. <laughs> oh, I can't even see myself. Isn't that so funny? I can yeah, finally so maybe not a... see myself. Let me yes. just do this because I don't want it to interfere with my microphone yep. and my proximity with microphones. So. Better, because we want to see that whole beautiful face of yours. Oh, you're so sweet. You didn't want me to cut off half. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. So, okay. Yeah. Anyway, so back, back on track here. Um, yeah. So it's interesting how today's podcast came to be because I had just had a conversation yesterday with someone about the soul and the spirit. And um, that was uh, David Armstrong, who was very, a big contributor to, to the book, uh, Journey with an Angel, right? Which is, you know, everyone always sees, but Journey with an Angel. Um, and, uh, and then you sent, yeah, there we go. Um, and then you sent what you wanted to do today for the podcast, which was absolutely in alignment. And I said, Sandra, go read chapter four <laughs> because we're completely aligned with, you know, what's 
what you wanted the podcast to be about. I wasn't thinking about it for the podcast, but I was talking about it with David yesterday and so forth. Amazing. And then, I mean, I reread chapter four because you don't know, have everything memorized, but it was like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what Sandra was sending to, to do. So that's actually a beautiful thing that to bring that all together now to share with, you know, everybody that's listening and just to talk oh. about it with each other. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and just because we've had you and I, like, that is amazing. So, you know, of course I have the book mm-hmm. <laughs> signed by you to me. Um, I was at your, what do you call it? A book launch? Book launch. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I look at this book and I'm like, it's so old. I, it's not old, but 20... 2015. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's old and there's so much information coming in now about exactly what was channeled by David and by you years and years ago. So I, I just, anyway, there's, I'm, I'm having a bit of, um, and I think there's a lot of cosmic stuff happening too, where planets are trining and there's just a lot of wonderful things that are happening, but they cause for massive intensity. And my master astrologer, Joni Patry, um, if you're on her Patreon, she's got all sorts of stuff going on, but every day she gives you a synapsis on, um, all right, well, here's what to expect. And, um, and it, it's so great for me cause it gives me a little bit of clarity and kind of a heads up. And, you know, so if I get a little too emotional or, you know, I get butt hurt about something really stupid, <laughs> I'm like, okay, ah, you know, Uranus is doing X, Y, or Z or whatever. And I laugh, but Human. yesterday's I would. <laughs> The old Uranus joke. (laughs) Yeah, right. Well, no pun intended, but kind of pun intended. How funny. Um, So yesterday I wake up in the morning and I try and do positive things in the morning so I can set my day up. But I just have been feeling, and Lisa, this is what we were talking about a couple days back. Like I had this sadness that, you know, and you and I jumped on a phone and we honored it. It was like, I don't want to stuff it down. There's no need to stuff it down. It just is what it is. It's just sadness. You know, there's just a lot of heavy, heavy stuff. And, um, so anyway, the message for yesterday morning, uh, on what the planets were doing is that if you are not living a purpose-driven life, you're really going to struggle. Um, because no matter what you're doing as a job or a career, like all of these things, there's a lot of that. And maybe this is another message for anybody listening to really start to think about, are you living your life's purpose and in, in your career? And if not, you know, start to pray and meditate about your higher self and your guides are going to jump in. And we're going to talk about that today too, and help direct you in some beautiful ways so we can honor your place on planet earth right now. But anyway, yesterday, Alan had a real hard day. And I sat him down and I started talking to him and I didn't bring up, well, the astrology says, <laughs> or Insta wall, you know, like so funny. Um, but I sat with him and I just, I let him, you know, like, let bring it out. Let me hear all about what's happening. How are you feeling? What's going on? And I just thought, well, there's power in that too. So, all right, let's do a deeper dive. Yeah, well, what's interesting that you even bring up the book launch is because I had a public publishing coach, Patrick Snow, who um, helped uh, both David and I as we worked on the book together, um, and he reached out and asked me to be a guest on his podcast. 
Thursday. <laughs> so I will be on his, he does an author, I guess, uh, once a week, it interviews an author. And oh, so, how awesome. Yeah. So for those of you interested, it's on my Facebook page, but uh, we'll put a link down below if you're interested in, uh, it's live, so you can actually ask questions and kind of be engaged in the podcast as well. Yeah. Groovy, groovy, groovy. Yeah. It's all happening. It is. It is. Well, I think a good place to start as far as understanding kind of the connection between our soul and our spirit and our humanness, you know, our human mm -hmm. existence is when I met David Armstrong back in 2012. Um, I met you in 2011, I think, is when we came together, Sandra. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Yep. And so when um, uh, I met David, I met him actually, him and his wife, Meg, in the middle of the Mediterranean. <laughs> we didn't know each other beforehand. And it was from that meeting, really, that the book was created, uh, that the book was born, I guess is a, probably a better way to say that. And, um, and so what, why I'm bringing it up now is because David actually had a, a it's not even a near-death experience, it's actually a death experience. And mm -hmm. he remembers the whole thing which a lot mm -hmm. of people have recollections of part of it, and then they come back in, but there's actually quite a bit. I've actually seen some on YouTube of full recollection of their experience on the other side. Mm -hmm. and, they, and, and to me, it's like, what a cool experience. Don't want to have it, but cool mm -hmm. experience, you know, not up for that one because, you know, there's a whole lot that goes along with that, uh, recovering from, from all that kind of stuff. But, so, but he remembers so much, and he came back with a wealth of resources um, around that. And one of the things that he shared with me that we shared in the book is the difference between what is your soul, understanding what your soul mm -hmm. is. And um, if to, to put it really simply, your soul is a spark of what he refers to as the master creator. You could say God. Um, and God sends out this spark of itself to learn and grow and bring back and, and to continue to be in this ongoing progression of learning and under, you know, uh, not understanding Expansion. so much, but learning and growing and, and evolving and expanding. Mm -hmm. And so your soul is a spark of God and your spirit is a spark of your soul. I so just now think that's so beautiful. It's, 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 it's awesome. It's just it's a so little beautiful. spark. Spark, yeah. spark. <laughs> so when people say we are God, we are God. We're mm -hmm. a spark of God, which yeah. is we're also a spark of our soul. We're just it just keeps, you know, sparking out, if you will. And so your soul always resides in the sixth dimension. I'm not gonna go all into the dimensions and all that, but it's called it's from the celestial realm, and that's the home of your soul is in that sixth dimension. And so the it heavens. always stays there. So it's, it would be yes. referred to as it heaven. It would be what's referred to as the heavens. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so now when the soul sends out a spark, it incarnates into, in this case, planet Earth, but it can incarnate other places as well. Um, but for our purposes here, we're going to say Earth. And then it has our life experience, but it comes down with specific objectives, which we're going to run through those objectives um, and that's why, you know, purpose has been such a big part of our existence and why life purpose is so talked about and taught about and, and yearned for and all these things because it truly is part of our soul's objective of sending a spirit down here to experience a lifetime. Now, a soul can send out more than one spark at a time. 
And so you can have multiple sparks going out at one time, but not too many. Um, so, you know, it's the, the understanding of all this is it's so, it's so big. So we're <laughs> really simplifying it to really simple, you know, so easy to understand. But ultimately, when I first heard this information, and, you know, I shared this in the book, and I actually just reread it, and you just read it, because I was like, when you came with that, I'm like, there's a place in the book that talks about You know, it's so crazy. Like, I was reading it, and I was like, you're like, oh, my gosh, you just downloaded chapter Mm -hmm. four of my book. So, of course, I go whip it out, right? I'm I'm Mm -hmm. reading this, and I'm like, yeah, whoa, wow, this is, this is what we are supposed to be talking mm-hmm. about today. And I, I honestly, I think back Dave and Megan, I'm so, Dave and Meg, I'm so glad to have traveled. I'm so glad you guys found each other because through you, Lisa, I also found them. Yeah. And it's a, it's a beautiful relationship that I personally have with them. Like I, I feel like I'm connected to them all the time, but we don't right. really have an opportunity to talk all mm-hmm. the time, but we like, they're always in my in my realm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that's true for a lot of people. You might not be consciously thinking about people all the time, but they're kind of part of your uh, energetic makeup. They, they exist with that. Kind of like being in your heart, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, in, 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 the, in that they, they're, they're here with me today, right now with us. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just, I, it's just beautiful. So anyway. So hi, David and Meg. <laughs> hi, we love you. <laughs> and they are watching. In fact, you know, that's, uh, David and Meg have been watching the podcast every day until they're all caught up on all of them and they've shared it with other people and they're watching it, making it a daily part of their routine to, to oh, listen in on one of our podcasts. Well, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's super so, awesome. We are super grateful for you. Contributions going both ways in our lives. <laughs> for sure. For sure. But anyway, yeah, coming so, back to, mm-hmm. coming back to a book written in what, twenty. 20- Inspired 15. in 2012, written in 2013. Uh, launched into, yeah, put out to the world in 2015. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, it, it's a timeless, but it's so appropriate. Appropriate's not the right word. It's so applicable. Timely. It, yeah. Right, it, it right is, now. Yeah. So I'm going to yeah. go read it again, by the way. As I was reading this chapter, okay. I'm like, yeah. dude, this is some deep shit. I'm all in. <laughs> Well, you know how we roll. We roll deep. We so. roll. <laughs> Good stuff. Trying to make sense yeah. of it all. Yeah. So, so the soul, you know, does have objectives by sending the spirit into the incarnation, mm-hmm. right? And you know, now to have this understanding, there is also, you know, the reincarnation process, and this would align with that belief system. We're not here to convince anybody on any belief systems, but that's certainly our belief system, and and and. Uh, and what aligns with what we're talking about today. So then a soul, once it returns back, which is the death process here, it moves into, we move into our, our astral body, which is a lot of what people talk about in the near-death experience. Your physical body doesn't go anywhere. It stays here and decomposes, <laughs> right? Ashes come back to into ashes, it. dust to dust. Dust to dust. Yep. And your, but your astral body actually you know, has an experience. And what a lot of people have shared is the tunnel experience. So the next dimension above the third dimension, which is the dimension we live in, is the fourth dimension. And that's what a lot of people think of as hell. It's really a perception. Some people think that the third dimension is hell. (laughs) I mean, quite honestly. I think that the third dimension is um, 
Yeah. I would be put that in or hell. It can be like heaven. Yeah. You can, you know, it depends on where you're at and how you're experiencing Just my opinion. It. So how you experience the fourth dimension is going to be the same, except there's different stuff that exists in the mm-hmm. fourth dimension that can be pretty, pretty unnerving if you're, you know, if that's where you're coming from, a lot of that fear or love stuff. But so, but you don't hit, the tunnel goes from the fourth dimension all the way to the sixth dimension. So you bypass the, or excuse me, the sixth dimension. So you bypass the fifth dimension, mm-hmm. which is what a lot of people are talking about these days. Um, and that's really where a lot of other kind of higher entities live and so forth. We're not going to be um, ascending to the fifth dimension. That's not even possible. What we're doing, which a lot of people talk about, what we're doing is we are um, elevating our awareness. We're raising our awareness. And that is what, so when people talk to me about, you know, 5D and all that kind of stuff. I, I understand what they're saying. It's just, you know, conceptually, it's just a little bit different um, than how it's being described uh, from a lot of people. But it really is, yes, we're absolutely raising our level of awareness, mm-hmm. no doubt. And that's awesome. Uh, yeah. But we will, as long as we're a human being, we will stay here in the third dimension. Well, and, and for me, and kind of talking on a dimensions, right? Yeah. You and I have been talking about dimensions for a very long time. There's an entire movement out there talking about uh, yeah. 5D warfare and what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And and so there are so many words that used to be yeah. uh, concepts that used to make sense that now it's like, what, you took something really cool and you ruined it with yeah. words. <laughs> so what you and well, I are talking about mm-hmm. is bringing back to the magic of what's happening right now and the magic of what's happening right now, 2024 on planet earth in this physical incarnation is we have this unique opportunity. It's like, if you don't know what the age of Aquarius is, that would be a really fun thing for you to explore. This is not what this conversation's about, but maybe one day it might be because there's a lot playing in there as far as energies Mm -hmm. go. But the more we expand our consciousness and this is through things like for me, you know, I'm, I'm practicing channeling. I'm tra- practicing. I don't know all the clairs. I, I can't keep them all right. Right. Seeing, oh, feeling, hearing, knowing, clear, right. Yeah. Clear um, audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my, my, my superpower is that, that I'm a knower, but we all have these gifts. So now the more that I, I say, I play with them. And what I mean by that is that I intentionally go in and see what pops up first And it's now a muscle after what's happened with both my sister and my friend. Oh, no, there's really something to this. Like, I've always said I'm a great manifester, and I am. But why don't I put it into more of a um, purposeful use for humanity um, by practicing exercising it? So, um, so yeah, what we're talking, when you're talking about dimensions, really right now, right here, right now, how can we exercise all these muscles is just to raise our consciousness, expand our consciousness, know that we are so much bigger than our. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we're so heavily veiled in the third dimension, right? Yes. That's what a lot of I, the, yeah. I think the veil is kind of lifting more and more. So we're now accessing higher information, mm-hmm. but think of it this way. This just came to me and hopefully this, this works, but you know, there's the Bible and then there's how people interpret the Bible, (laughs) 
right? So with this new information that's coming in, there's new information coming in. It's not even new information. It's actually old information, but it's new to us. Mm -hmm. And how it's interpreted is going to be through many different lenses, mm -hmm. right? Just like the Bible is interpreted through many different lenses. So mm -hmm. it's recognizing that we are evolving to a higher understanding, a higher awareness, and that, you know, I mean, I've believe things in my past that shifted over time. It's like, that just doesn't feel right to me. When you're talking about the clairs, you know, the clairaudience, mm -hmm. sentience, uh, whatever it is. Yeah, I'm a, I think there's two. I think there's a knower and a feeler. I think I have those two. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're the same one or if I don't remember. I they're different. Not, you know. Those are different. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So those are the two that I have. And for a long time, I was like, I want to, I want to have psychic abilities. You know, I want to be able, I, I have these really, you know, these people who share really cool experiences. Well, I want to hear and I want to see. And so that's, I felt disconnected because I didn't have those kind of experiences, but those aren't my gifts. Mm -hmm. Mine are the other two. Mm -hmm. And so when I recognized that, I, I let go of that feeling of I'm, I don't have those powers, so to speak. My powers are just different. Mm -hmm. And, and they're very, they become more powerful over time. Like yeah. you say, you're, you're yeah. starting to use your powers more. And just like, as you say, the muscle, it get, they get stronger over time. Well, I've been tapping into these. I don't think about them as the, you know, the two clairs, mm. uh, you know, psychic ability clairs, you know, mm -hmm. C-L-A-I-R is how they start with. But, uh, but I, I, you know, intuition downloads, you know, the, the whole thing. I'm using them all the time through what I, you know, just even in the podcast yeah. and coaching and writing and all these things. I'm just, they're just there. They're just part of my existence now. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so that's part of it. But feeling disconnected um, was part of how the book also came to be because I, well, what I learned, you know, through my experiences is that I chose to come into this world to feel the pain of disconnection. Mm -hmm. And so, which made sense because I was shy and insecure and it's like I've talked about in the past. So that would make you feel very disconnected, not, who, not knowing who I was and, you know, all the stuff, which so many people go through. And so, but going, I chose to go through that pain. That was one of my <laughs> uh, assignments, if you will, from my soul is yeah. you're going to go down, you're going to do this. And, uh, and then through that experience, you're going to come out on the other side and know what it feels like to be connected. And so then that experience is then where, gosh, to me, that feels like where my spiritual journey began mm. because it was all these things I was writing about. We've talked about it in the past, my dissertation to the universe, that was me feeling so disconnected. And then that led me to a mentor that helped me on my way to now my transformational path and then meeting David. And I mean, I'm not going to go into all the details of all that, but ultimately it was my road back to, you know, finding who I am, which is, um, you know, the finding your way back is the subtitle of the book. So mm -hmm. as I was finding my way back, a lot of that finding my way back was as I was writing this book, which was fascinating. There was just so many divine orchestrations and there's so much um, divine energy when you start to explore the things we're talking about right now. Um, and, and when it comes in, it's just so, it's just so fulfilling and it can be so magical and so just, wow, it, it's, it, you can be in awe of some of the things that happen in that process. Mm -hmm. 
and you've been you've experienced a lot of that too and it and looks I, like you've I, been experiencing yeah, more I, of it <laughs> i think yeah. I, I you know i think too you know you launching your new um workshop and really bringing in the parent thing i didn't say this to you i think well maybe i did so um it, my elite youth coach the girls coach coach stephanie she wouldn't mind me talking about her she went from she had a practice down, and she's all like us too way into mindset and you know bringing in the power within you know we've all wanted to go to very similar workshops together at some point in time we will um but anyway she uh moved to phoenix got married all lovely so she had two little groups she had the core vegas group and then she had this group in uh phoenix and she realized as things were naturally moving once she got married that unless I can get the parent in, I can parent these kids. And, and I know this, she's been through a lot with some of the kids that she was parenting. I know because I went through it with her, but for her, it was a different experience because she was the coach, the facilitator, the, um, the inspiration to these children who all children want that to be inspired and to gain strength. But the minute they go home, if they're living in a toxic environment, yeah, everything you do will unravel. And so now her whole program is based off of what you're doing with parents too, taking both the children and the parent, really helping the child. But there's like a once a week meeting for the parent too, which I think is like, you Crucial. know, all of, all of what we're supposed to be doing right now. Really yeah. true. Well, the, exa the example I used yesterday and then the class, which you were there, um, was you know, it's not to compare children to pets, but there is a correlation. And you think about Caesar Milan, who's the dog whisperer, and who he works with the most is the dog owner. Mm -hmm. Even though the dog itself is misbehaving and being aggressive or whatever the dog is doing. But once the, the dog owner takes command and is in their power, now the dog will now follow the leader, right? Mm -hmm. And which is the dog owner. So, yep. but in that, in that dynamic, it's, you, it's the same thing with parenting. If you're not really solid in your self, then you're not able to fully lead your child the way they truly need to be led to lead them to the right kind of behaviors and understanding them on a deeper level. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. So, All yeah. right. Let's get back to this wonderful game of spirit, soul, humanness. Yeah. So if you think about like the soul's objective, um, the, one of the objectives is fulfillment, which is why in our, one of our podcasts, we talked about that being a gauge. If you're aligned with your soul, right? The, the, uh, the podcast is following your true North. We'll link it up, but ultimately that was part of that. So if you're not, if you're on a spectrum of fulfillment and emptiness, the more you're aligned with your spirit, your soul, you will be uh, feeling, ex experiencing a lot more fulfillment. And that's part of why um, you're here to experience the whole gamut of emotions and experiences and so forth. And this is really where a lot of people are, they will find their soul purpose brings them to that place of fulfillment. Okay. I got it. I got to jump in on this one. Ready for yeah. it? Totally. Yeah. So this is my new favorite deck. My stepmom gave it to me. Um, mm -hmm. Love her to pieces. Uh, and that's the deck Carol. you gave me for Christmas. Yeah. So I, I loved it so much that I gifted it to you. Yeah. And following your true north, which was our 
two two weeks ago podcast. Um, so I pu- I I got into soul fulfillment. Okay, so let's let's start with that premise. Um, about six months ago, I'm starting to listen to. I don't follow anybody, but I love getting information. And the information I take in through podcasts is all about soul evolution, just like real, truly next level soul growth. And I found this lady uh, named Blue through Matias De Stefano, who's like, I don't even know how to describe him. You might want to watch one of his podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, very, very amazing human here in this incarnation. Um, so I found this lady blue. I really liked what she stood for, like sisterhood and really the divine feminine. And, and I, I just, anyway, I resonated with her. I sought her out. I found her website and it looked like there was this like retreat, this women's weekend retreat. Well, (laughs) um, so I just put my email address in her newsletter and, and honestly, I haven't heard from her in podcasts or she just like, I I just haven't heard from her since whenever that was that I submitted my information and I found her and I was very intrigued and she, to me felt really heart centered. Mm -hmm. So much younger than me, I'm sure. Um, so anyway, I get an email that this is again in this last week came out of nowhere. Hey, we're doing a retreat the weekend of January 27th and 8th in California. And I'm like, whoa. (laughs) Okay, what's up? Spirit, soul, what's the deal? Okay. And and so I forwarded over to my husband and I said, hey, I think I really want to do this. And, you know, and then he inquired about it and he's like, is it going to be one of those things where women bash men? And I'm like, yeah, I'm so past that. (laughs) we, We don't do that anymore. But of course, like, you know, he was part of this men's group years and years and years ago, which is all about, it was a very unhealthy group of men who got together and very, lived very unhealthy relationships and lives. So, so anyways, he said that I said, no, I said, I think it's time for a little more soul expansion, you know, and, and it presented itself to me in a way that came out of nowhere. Okay. So, you know, he's like, well, do what do I, we don't have anything going on, you know? So, do whatever. Right. So, um, anyway, so I, I've been sitting with this. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Like, am I supposed to go like, that's like an airplane travel ride. And it's supposed to be uh, a very intense astrological weekend. And, but I don't stop my life for stuff like that. Cause you know, you can't. Um, but I thought, okay, let me see. So you fill out an application and if you get, and then they pick you and it's this whole entire thing. So, um, anyway, so this morning I'm like, I still, I, I don't know until I go somewhere. I don't know if I'm supposed to be there. So if universe really wants me there, the plane will be on time. The trip will be effortless. And, and then when I'm there, then the experience will be exactly what it is that I, it is fulfilling for my soul right now. And I have no doubt about that, but am I going to get there? So I'm like, I'm, I'm questioning it. Right. So, cause I don't know, there's a million things going on. So I pulled the South card. Ah, so this is this morning. So I go into my deep meditation. I'm like true North. I'm going South. Okay. So so then 
There, isn't that so funny? Spirit is it's like it's kind of funny. So I'm like, all right, well, you got to kind of read what it what it means. And you and I are using these cards very differently than I think the cards are meant to be used, but we're using them the way that we should. So um, yeah. it says adventure. Take a risk, but an educated one. Do or see something you haven't before as experiencing something new will help you to clear your mind and give you wonder to your heart. Look carefully at your plan. Something may be amiss. The situation may have a happy medium. It is not all or nothing. And then it goes into, um, you know, going south has a slightly bad rap, but it really is a term of, um, in used in this example of an adventure of the soul. Hmm. Nice. So I picked the north card of the deck the, right before we did the north to north podcast a couple of weeks ago. We already had the podcast determined, and I pulled the not true north, but north the north card expansion yep. north, whatever it's called. Yeah. So that was. So now you're pulling the south card. What's east and west? <laughs> I, I don't know. I haven't. We we'll have to find out. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. funny. So you yeah. know, talking about you know living a a soul driven life or a purpose driven mm -hmm. life or spirit driven life. Um, how would you um, organize that a little bit? Maybe just for me when we're well, talking about know, spark and spirit and soul and yeah well another objective of the soul is completion so mm -hmm. now you bring that so completing your souls of all all the other souls objectives right and the ones that you put forth in previous incarnations that ne you never you know fully completed and mm -hmm. i think that's really interesting because so many people are challenged with the complete follow through and completion on things. Mm -hmm. And that, that itself is quite a life lesson for so many people. And yet when we complete something, how do we feel? Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Right? We feel really good when we complete things. So that's just like, like a, a motivation or, you know, to continue to, to, to complete things because completion is a really uh, it's a soul objective as well as a human objective. And I will say, you know how you did your 30 day walking meditation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what I'm doing right now is I am getting very clear, even though I have yet to meet my guides, I know they're there. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I am very much asking, and, and this is a very um, while I'm not doing it the same way you've been doing it, and I say this has been going on for a few weeks now, uh, since we got back from Big Sky, so 10 to 15 days, um, really going, all right, you know, it's time for Sandra. I'm ready. I'm ready. Well, okay. And that's why this coming out of nowhere, I'm like, aha, I listen to you, you know, in the midst of all this other really heaviness going on with, you know, physical yeah. death and sickness. I got, I'm getting my answers. My answers are keep moving forward and just keep going forward. And, um, and then, you know, like all these roads are opening and it's like, it's the easiest trip, which normally I couldn't pull something off like that, like at all, but I manifested an amazing assistant. That's incredible. Great. And my husband is like, she's so good. I'm like, oh. she's so good. She's young. She loves kids. She's the oldest of five. So she's got all the techie stuff that I struggle with. And um, anyway, so like all these things are happening and it's, uh, yeah, it's really amazing just to kind of go, I think I'm really supposed to be there, even though 
I'm a little, I'm a little scared. You know, I don't, I don't know anybody. Like, not, not that I care. It's, it's not about Sandra. It's about my spirit needs something. I don't know what it needs, but I'm all up for whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. Well, even you know when I, we talked about when I was doing the walk that. You know, I was like, oh, do I really want to, <laughs> I don't really want to continue to do this. And then the next day I had a breakthrough. So, uh, you know, and I completed the 30 days and I did it. And it was just a really, again, anything we complete that, especially the more important things, but, you know, even completing a book is, feels good. You feel yeah. complete and, and, and filled, you know, fulfilled. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, and another objective is also inspiration. So not only to experience inspiration ourselves, but to inspire others, to inspire our soul group, to inspire, you know, just um, uh, people in our lives. And because that lifts us into our spirit. And, uh, you know, ins inspiration, one of the things that, you know, I ask people, in fact, I asked it yesterday in, in, in the parenting class, what inspired you to be here today? Mm -hmm. Because what was that moment that you said, you know what? Yes, yes to the class or mm -hmm. yes to whatever it is in your life. What inspired you? Because mm -hmm. when you can start making those connections, they make the connection stronger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, it, have we not? I feel like we had must have done a podcast on inspiration. We did it with um, um, on the podcast that we were guests on. Oh, the mind your mind yes. your business podcast. Yes, mind yes, yes. Podcast. I'm like, oh, it's yeah. so important. You know, that's yes. something that I think. I mean, while it ties into our spark and our spirit and our yeah. higher soul self. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it is what, what moves you just what, right. Cause even in all of the work I've done, you've done your 40 day walk, mm -hmm. my, my discipline, my, just everything for me is about feeling it. And I'll go back to miracle Monday. Mm -hmm. The more I kept calling it a miracle, what I was really doing, I was reinforcing the fact I had no more nerve pain. And every time I called it a miracle, my back smiled at me. I could feel I'm okay. You know, like I'm okay. And it's a miracle. I am okay. That's a miracle. Like, and so the more I gave it the respect that it deserved, the more miracles just, yeah, inspiration to yeah. feel it, to feel moved. And I mean, kind of coming back to where Alan was at yesterday, which is, you know, my husband's heart is so big and he's trying so hard to help so many people. And in the world of business, you don't always get what you want. You can't always get what, like that was our last week's podcast, right? Um, but you can, I know you can, and I know he, he can. It's just, he was having a day yesterday where it was very, I'm trying all these things and why does it seem like nothing's working? And so just taking some time and letting him kind of move that energy yeah. and then ask him like, what do you want it to look like? You how, And just me asking him that somewhere he will start to feel it. And so there was a couple things that I said, well, why don't we do this? Because it'll take the burden of, um, for my husband, the Jewish guilt is a very real thing. 
And so, mm-hmm. so he feels really guilty that he's not providing perfection for mm-hmm. his people. And mm-hmm. I said, well, why don't we just do this? It'll make you feel better. It's a cost of doing business, but it will make him not because in that low frequency of energy, you know, the guilt and the shame and all that stuff, ugh, you know, even though he's feeling it, not buried trauma from childhood, but in very real life. And he wants all these things for his people. So how can we get rid of that? Because if we can get rid of that, then we can move on and get back into creating an inspired business. Well, yeah. So whenever I have stuff come, come that comes up, that's heavier and dense, and I even had it just recently, you know, I shared it with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, okay, what I have come to understand is that when heavier stuff comes up, it needs to come up to make way for the new to come in. Mm-hmm. So why isn't this working? Well, if you can, if he can process and he knows how to process. So if he can process that energy, just really just directly go into that energy and process it without any attachment, right? Mm-hmm. And let go of whatever the resistance is around that, uh, the need to come up with better ideas or whatever, whatever it is that he's, you know. I should have did. him call you. <laughs> Well, that's that's always an option. I always but, I always say, yeah. Alan, why don't you just cheat and call Lisa? <laughs> You're right. He knows how, he knows how to do it. He knows how to accelerate do it. And, the process. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep going. Go ahead. Yeah. So so then what happens is then letting go of the need to figure it out is going to be one of those things mm-hmm. to you know to release the energy that's that's keeping it kind of blocked, and so as that energy is released then the new energy can come in and often it comes in through insight and like Mm -hmm. that inspiration or something comes in that's that feels like it's coming from a different place you're not pushing to get there you're removing what's blocking so you can allow it to come in yep make sense to me yeah yes yeah and that's interesting because that's another one of the um not not Exactly, but but it's close to another one of the objectives of the soul, and that's creativity. Because mm. there's so much about creativity that just allows that that divine energy to flow through you. Yes. So when we get stuck, I mean, you can think of it like writer's block. You know, it's the mm-hmm. same type of. You know, you're trying so hard to create something. Uh, create something better, create something, you know, uh, that's impactful, whatever it is. And we get so stuck in the need to create that we actually prevent ourselves from actually having a flow of creation that comes in. Mm -hmm. And that's where we're in divine flow is the creativity flows. So when we're blocked, got to go in and do the, you know, the, well, Mm -hmm. any, what process clears that for me, it's the eye care approach for you. It's the eye care approach, one of the ways. And so, by doing that, it clears the energy and then it just removes the block. That's yeah. really what a lot of healing is. It's removing the blocks that keeps us out of divine flow. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Name of the game. Interesting that you, you said that, creativity. So um, when I put together the whole application and I went through the process and I, I, I could hardly, I mean, I remembered her impression on me, but I, I don't remember her. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember how she came through me. I remember signing up for her newsletter, but I can't remember anything else. And so I sat for a minute and I thought, I wonder if I should start to like, let me go binge watch a bunch of podcasts and see, right? And then I thought, you know what? I don't really feel like doing that mostly because I don't have time. Um, but let me just check one out. 
And just because I, I couldn't remember, I couldn't remember her. So anyway, I watched her one podcast from like 12 days ago. And it was saying goodbye for now. Um, apparently, she became this podcaster. She's been doing it for three and a half years. So I could probably binge watch her podcasts and take me months. Um, but I'm choosing not to do that. I'm going to go into the experience and in, in feel it through. But she was saying how um, she had this experience where uh, her name is Blue, but she she changed her name from Charlotte to Blue and became this personality and forgot this other aspect of her, which is the Charlotte. So she's taking a break from podcasting so she can go and uh, create a big blanket of art. I, I like I'm thinking a quilt, but I'm losing the word, but that's how it feels. They're going to make these pieces and then they're going to make this beautiful Mecca of art. And that, when you said creativity brings out more of the essence of our soul, yeah. spark of our spirit soul. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's interesting because now she crossed my path and, and I get the one podcast and it's in it's in honoring that. And I think that that's, I love seeing Alan create when he creates it's magical. It's really, I think when any of us create it, it's a magical experience. And so, yeah, I'll have a conversation with him later. Well, even as I develop things, um, I often start with a creative process, more of the visual creative process because I work that way, plus, you know, I have the artistic side of me, and that inspires ideas by the visual side of, like, even with the parenting class, I have all the slides that you saw, even though some of them ended up being fuzzy, but I, I, I changed that, I corrected that in the, in the replay, but, but, you know, that was, that was all, I mean, if you look at it, it was little characters, and, you know, all these things that, you know, I just created through, the process and that gave me ideas to you know also talk about in in the parenting program yeah because right? that's kind of how my mind works um yeah. i always start off with the webs the because i used to do website design well i still do for myself but you know when i'm creating a program often the bullet points come to me as i'm actually in the creative process of developing the landing page Mm. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting process. I don't know um, if that's a common one, but it's certainly my process. Yeah. Starting out with the creative side. So, so another objective of the soul is imperial justice, which really makes sense for, for today's time um, because there is so much injustice in the world. And that's not the same thing as fairness because, you know, that's a whole kind of different thing. A lot of people have the need for things to be fair, which is different than this imperial justice, which is a higher level of justice. Imperial justice and, to me means Mother Earth is getting ready to do some cleanup on aisle planet human. <laughs> anyway, well, keep going. Imperial yeah, justice so, is coming so, in. You know, it's about um, righting our wrongs, so to speak, getting our humanity back on course again. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's a big undertaking. So... But our spirits come down here to also do that, to right our course if we're veering, going the wrong way, so to speak, and going off course. And we've definitely been going off course a lot. I mean, it's interesting. You could probably go back, you know, 50 years and say the same thing. So this has been an ongoing process for a long time where we're trying to right our course. And, and that is part of our soul's objective is to... to um, well, yeah, it, it, that. On, on that, it seems like... You could go back 50 years. Don't you remember your grandparents saying like, oh, the world isn't, it's all messed up. And, you know, I, my grandparents said that 
my parents say that my husband says that to this day well it's always been this way and i'm like oh no we are in a whole new world and i think that i mean yeah 50 years ago i, I think technology has officially sped up the correction of this empirical justice for sure and i will not stop and we've said this in podcasts before humans need to stop killing other people that's it we need to stop that that energy and that is what i think we're all we're, we're dealing with it my husband's dealing with we're every single person's dealing with it um that level of as some people call it evil i'll just call it hatred it's a level of hatred for god's creation yeah. And I can take it one step further and say, we need to be, we need to stop killing the planet. And until those things stop, you know, we won't experience living in the garden of Eden because we don't deserve it. But right. I think we're in this really unique time where we're getting there and we will see it. We will see, I'm already seeing it. You know, people having a conversation about that's what needs to stop division, isolation, and murder of other people and of this beautiful planet that has given us life. Yeah. So and that, there's and, my empirical and that, justice. And and that flows really well into the last one we're going to talk about today. There's more objectives, but these are some of the main ones, and that's mm -hmm. purification. Mm. It's to, which goes a lot into oh. mindset. Yeah. Purifying our thoughts, you know, yeah. leading with hope and love instead of fear and doubt you know, to be solution oriented, not problem oriented, you know, killing and all that, that's a whole nother level of negativity. That's, that's the, you know, really strong stuff there. And mm -hmm. so you can only imagine what it would be like to have a mindset where it's just okay to kill people because you don't Blah. value life. Blah. Right. So to me, I see that as kind of like, all right, well, you know, that's not, those aren't the people we're focusing on. We're focusing on the people who are um, you know, of a, of a higher mindset that mm -hmm. is looking to be able to um, move people in the direction of, of hope and love, right? Of love of and really compassion. compassion and empathy and so forth. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't people that are bridges to those types of people who have the mindset of it's okay to kill people. Um, and all that type of stuff, because you're going to need someone in that arena as well. That's the bridge to to bring some of those. Those just aren't our those aren't, those aren't our people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not our mission here. Yeah. No, thank you. But there are people that it is their mission. They go into like the projects, or they go into you know all the different places mm -hmm. where it's dangerous and 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 whatnot. But that's that's a, um, a personal mission to them. But ultimately, yeah. these are all these things that we're talking about. These objectives are common to all of us. Mm -hmm. And then we have branches off of that and how we're going to express those objectives, how we're going to achieve those objectives. But these really do come in to bring us all together. These, these I think there was five of them, five objectives that we just went over. Mm -hmm. So it's um, purification. Yeah. I think that... I think that's where we're, I think we're teetering on those two. Yes. We're really, we're yes. really there. And, um, you know, I, I can see a world where, where love and compassion are the end result. And 
I mean, I can't believe some of my relationships right now in the depth of, you know, being able to tap into my girlfriend who's ready to, to, she's good, you know, and, and, and really knowing she didn't go anywhere. Like she's, I can still tap into her. Like she's, you know, just cause her body is gone. Her spirit lives on. And, and yeah, so she's probably in the tunnel. <laughs> She might be in the tunnel. <laughs> she might I, be in the tunnel. I wonder if or I should might go have, and try to find her. She might her. have like she might be still hanging around a little bit, still making her yeah. departure. Yeah. You know, that sometimes what can happen is there mm -hmm. um, you know, that there's no like timeline they have to meet. They don't yeah, no there is okay, no time. So no, no pun intended. There's no <laughs> deadline she has to meet. I'm sorry, <laughs> that was maybe not uh, the right thing to say, but but ultimately, you know, we're honoring her life and her death and, and, but also putting a whole, another perspective on it that she could very well just, she's probably in a, a better place than a lot of people, a lot of people here on earth are, because that's one of the common things that people experience is such a feeling of overwhelming love. Yeah. Yes. Oh the, yeah. Uh, the near death experiences. Love. Yeah. And if, if, if our listeners haven't listened, I mean, they're all over the internet, you could, yeah. Next yeah. Level Soul Podcast is an amazing, I mean, they, that's over and over again, near death experiences, um, is, is the love that they feel when they're not in this body, in, in this experience. And, and, you know, I know, I have no doubt she's in a better place. I, I, then I think about, you know, my dad's journey and the human experience and where he's at right now, he's in the space that you're talking about while it's not, mm -hmm. it's very dangerous and yet he's still alive. And so my stepmom and I really have had conversations about, you're like, wow, how is he still alive after four years of living homeless as a drug addict on the streets of LA? How is he still alive? Um, but he's got, his soul has a, his soul has a journey right now. And, you know, who knows what he's doing to people. I believe my dad had a good heart, just hurt, hurt people, hurt people. Um, and he just didn't want to get in touch with it, what it meant to be Thomas Lee Nardini. Sorry, I'll throw it out there because he didn't care. Probably won't watch the podcast. But anyway, honoring who he's supposed he has an absolute um, mission in this experience. And it's a dark place. It's not where you and me are going or any yeah. of our listeners, but um, we all have a purpose here. And so... And feel so, and really feeling disconnected. I mean, talk about so yeah. when people go into places like we're talking about, like killing people or just lacking compassion and just you know g you know giving up, they're so far away from who they actually are. Oh. They're so disconnected from their heart. They're so disconnected from their spirit, which is, means they're disconnected from their soul and God and all that. And that reunion, <laughs> the mm -hmm. reunion of all that, to have conscious reunion of, of aligning with your spirit and your soul and God is, is why it's such a powerful experience. Yeah. And I think that, I think that our listeners and people around me, and I, I'm experiencing it every day, all my conversations with random people, whether it's through my business and calls I have to make or uh, random people at airports or who you sit next to at a party. We already talked about my experience with one at the party. Like, I think people are yearning and it, it, this crosses all religions. It crosses, you know, all ethnicities. It doesn't matter where you're from. Um, we are all going, I'm yearning for the, the inspiration. I'm yearning for the love and the compassion. And I, I, 
have nothing but compassion. I, I have very, I don't have any anger left. Like I just, I, I'm kind of shocked by that after so many years of really struggling with some of the stuff going on inside me, but that's because this is where we're at now. And it's what we so desperately desire. At least that's what you desperately desire. I desperately desire and what we hope to give to anybody who's going to listen. Yeah, for sure. Love and prayers. Oh my gosh. Well, we forgot to say this. Did you have any other last final inspiration? I think that's, that's, we covered it. We covered we what covered I got it. today. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't wait to see what we got for y'all next week. So if you are so inspired to hit like, share, and possibly subscribe and comment would be even better because that's how we really, um, some of y'all comment, your comments are amazing and we really appreciate them. So, uh, and we listen. So, all right. Have a blessed week, everybody. Mm -hmm.